The most important thing, self-confidence. Without that skill, we are useless. When you lose sight or belief in yourself, we're done for. What's goody, everybody? You know the drill. It's your boy, Jarrell, and my partner, Jordan Booth, a.k.a. DJ J-Pounds. What's goody? Hey, what's going on, everybody? Uh, you know, pleasure to see you again. Uh, I just want to, after 25 years, I just want to come back and let you guys all know the reason I stopped doing the show is because I went to college. <laughs> <laughs> That's the that's the reason that's the reason I stopped doing you know irrational confidence with uh, myself and Jerome Gilbert is because I went to college. Uh, you've been graduated college a long time ago. <laughs> uh, well, welcome back, my friend. It's good to be back. We uh, yeah, man, for sure. Like recently, just seen you. No doubt. Well, yeah. Let's start there. We uh, we just had a reunion. We uh, Irrational Confidence was live in the building, Parkside Tap House here in Chico. We did the second annual Labor Day party. We had to put it off for a year because, you know, COVID. Um, but it was great just spinning in front of a live audience again, man. Oh, yeah, man. The vibes, the vibes were in full effect. Shout out to uh, Calvin Black, man. He was, he was providing vibes all night. Oh, yeah. He was. Uh, no one had a better time than Calvin Black that night. So shouts to our boy. Um, we did our thing though. It was a great time to be back. It was just nice to see people out and about again. Hopefully, being safe, not um, <laughs> spreading the COVID. But you know, people got to. You live. know, it is what it is. I'm yeah, back. You know, I kick it with the I'm same group way. of people. You know what I'm saying? So we're trying to be as safe as possible, but we also got to make that bread. You feel me? <laughs> no, for sure. Man, it was really nice just to be in a, a creative space again, you know, with uh, just Parkside and, you know, seeing people again. Because I feel like I'd seen people at that evening that I hadn't seen in years, you know. Like, right. damn, you're still out here? Like, dope, you know. So it was really nice to kind of get reacquainted with people and, you know, be in a creative space. It really makes me want to work on that mixtape we've been talking about for days. Yeah, now we got to get to it. So. Uh, more to come on that once we figure our own shit out on that one, you know. <laughs> nah, for sure. I'm I'm securing verses as we speak. Oh. There we go. I love that. I love that. Um, all right, well, let's stick with music for a minute. Of course, football is right around the corner. We'll get into that. We got all sorts of shit. But um, so since we last talked, Donda came out. Certified Lover Boy Donda. came out. Donda. 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 Um, Donda, Donda. I wanted to get your takes. I mean, I know it's a couple weeks late, but yo, you know, we got to give the people what they want. So let's start with Donda. Better late than never. Uh, I mean, obviously, it's not really the one for me. Uh, I mean, Jesus, Jesus is king. I thought Jesus is king, is king was solid though overall. I mean, I get everybody's not into like the mix of gospel and you know Kanye being Kanye that Kanye's been doing lately, but I thought Jesus is king was was solid. I mean, Donda's really not for me. There's a couple cuts off it. And you know what? I mean, I think in today's day and age, as far as like the way we look at music and albums as a body of work, a couple of hits is a success, you know? Yeah. Yeah. There's no more there's no more top to bottom. There's no more of that. There's literally three or four songs that we will replay off your album. That's a win. 
Yeah, you, you know what though? Stop giving me twenty track albums. I don't need it anymore. I don't have. The, I really don't have the uh, the attention span for that anymore. You and I talked about how you know maybe it's us getting older. Maybe just music doesn't seem as timeless as it once was. Like you said on one of the episodes recently, like when was the last time you went back and listened to the whole J Cole album? You know. And that came out this year, you know what I'm saying? It shouldn't be old by now, but it is. Just that's the the speed at which life progresses is sped up, you know, for Man. whatever reason. And, um, yeah, so I just, I personally do not need 20 tracks from any artist, dead or alive. I don't need 20 new tracks anymore. I really don't, you know. Uh, I just don't think, I don't think most artists are capable of putting together 20 tracks on one album that is cohesive at this point in time right like we haven't had a uh, good kid mad city in a long time we've had some real great albums excellent albums classic albums since then though definitely uh not a ton of cohesive units um you know especially not 20 20 tracks i don't need two hours of new music i just don't yeah i mean the over usage of skits uh, random sound effects that really have no place in the blend of an album, just different stuff like that. You know, I think if we were to find some way to limit those tracks, it would it would force the artist to be a little bit more fluid. Yeah, put out your best shit, and also stop giving me a deluxe version, which is just a more watered down version of the same exact album. That all you've done is add the tracks that couldn't make the original album that you're on the fence about. Stop doing that. Make a mixtape. You know, hold some songs close to the chest. You don't need to put out everything and repackage it as this is the deluxe version, right? Like you may in a deluxe version, I may discover one song that's cool. You know, yeah, sometimes you sometimes you get some good deluxe versions, though. You listen to some albums, you're like, oh, like this. Is, oh, this is on the deluxe. This isn't on the regular album. Like there are some albums that have some cutties on the deluxe edition. But for the most part, what you're talking about is true. Yeah, I just I, I, I don't think we need that. I just think those albums didn't or those tracks didn't make the cut for the album for a reason. Oftentimes, I do understand when an artist has a deadline and didn't feel like the album was complete that had to put something out because of their labels and A&Rs and all that. But I would say, so I do understand, I do understand it to an extent, but just in general, stop giving us 20 track albums. Speaking of 20 track albums, Certified Lover Boy came out last week. Um, so it's been what, a week, a little over a week since it's been out. Not even, yeah. not even. I think it came out last Friday. Yeah, yeah, Thursday or Friday last yeah. week. Yeah, yeah. So, um, you've obviously had some time to digest it, and your your general takeaway from the album was what? Were you impressed? Did you think it was one of his better projects? You know, where do you put this on the pantheon of Drake albums? I mean, I, I mean, currently, right now, it's at the bottom. But just, be, I mean, just only for the fact. Not saying it was a terrible album. I think he, I think he. He, he got C's across the board. He hit the he hit the bar, whatever the bar was. You know, because when you're at the status of a Drake, it's very hard to achieve, continuously achieve that throughout albums. And we always, even the albums we like of Drake's, we complain it fucking about, you know? So I feel like him doing that was like, okay overall. But I think the really, the thing that hurt him the most is not having a single, not having a single out available 
that was like you know driving the album uh got me in my feelings a you know what i'm saying something yeah. that was driving him yeah yeah <clears throat> you put jay-z travis scott lil wayne rick ross and others on an album i expect there to be a ton of bangers right no bangers at all yeah i mean the, the one with rick ross and lil wayne is the closest to a banger i would say uh but even that one like lil wayne goes crazy on his verse rick rick ross does his thing but it's just like you get those three artists together they've been on a bunch of different things in in the past you just expect better you know the one with love all with jay-z i mean i thought that uh, oh shit they reunited they buried the hatchet cool they're gonna put out something fire and it was yeah i thought jay-z's verse wasn't even jay-z's verse was there yeah yeah, yeah like, over, Kid Cudi like track. overall yeah. like you know what i mean like you put all these artists on and i'm like thinking okay we got something big, and I was thoroughly, thoroughly let down. Lil Dirk's on the album, Lil Baby. I mean, I just, like, come on, man. You put out two tracks with Lil Baby now, not, neither one of them are, like, certified bangers. I'm not, I mean, I'm not going to lie. I think the song Hurricane with Lil Baby, uh, is that Hurricane? Yeah, Hurricane with Lil Baby on Donda, and then and then uh, Girls Like Girls with Lil Baby on Drake's album. I think are the best songs on both of those albums. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. I mean, I don't and that's like... not, and that's not, and that's not even saying much, yeah. you know, because the album, yeah, there's no real bangers on the album. There's nothing that you really need on either of those albums. Yeah, I don't understand why. Like, <clears throat> I just don't understand why I feel like a lot of artists, big artists this year, like, are doing too much. And like, I'm sorry, but like, play the hits, right? Like. Kanye just do your Kanye weird shit like you know like crazy production and all that and like just put out some bangers and like I understand you've gone through a lot but I'm not here for that <laughs> you know what I'm saying I'm not gonna lie to you I feel like Kanye's shit is a little bit different like I feel like Kanye truly is not able to recreate what he made us feel you know with late late registration with yeah. Uh, graduation. He, yeah. he, there's no way he can recreate that feeling. The world, the world has caught up. You know. No, I agree with that. I agree with that. I, I don't. I don't think he can either. I, I think that's, that's in the past. Um, and then Drake, with Drake's situation, it's like whenever Drake drops an album, we almost expect Drake to rap harder. Like this nigga has been rapping at a Olympic level for fucking 10 years you know what i mean like he he don't got no more like this is the best <laughs> that we're gonna it's the creme to the creme and it's filled to the brim okay like that's all that's all he's that's all he's got there's nothing more he can give to us and that's no slight to drake yeah that's no slight to no, drake, you're right there's nothing more he has to give us rap rap lyrically yeah i just yeah and i the same could be said about j cole right and I, I thought all these albums are just trying a bunch of stuff, which is fine. It just, you know, let's just go bars. Like, give me 10, 10 tracks, all bars. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't need all this introspective stuff at this point. I know who y'all are. I know what you're going through enough. And honestly, I just want bars. <laughs> no, and that's all we all want. And that's why we got to look to these young boys that to, to give us that stuff. That's why we got to look to the Jids. The Freddie Gibbs is, you know what I mean? Yeah. That's why we look to the to those guys for that type of stuff. That's what they are. 
I think the biggest miss of this whole Drake album that none of the slow songs really jammed. You know what I mean? Like there was yeah. like he did he did he did fifteen slow songs and none of them were like oh like this is that one. None, hey, none of, of them was one of them ones. None of yeah, them. Yeah, none man. of them. Yo, that's such a good call because even on a whack Drake album. He'll put out a one dance or like a something that you could feel something at slow. least you could dance to or you could feel some way about your current girl or your ex or whatever the case may be. I felt nothing. <laughs> right. I just it was ap- apathy is what I felt to both these albums. Like, yeah. All right. Like there's not even album or tracks off both albums that I really feel like are worth cutting up and putting on flip side right now. You know, like. Yeah, uh, for sure. So, you know. All right, on. More... I mean, if the if go ahead. I was gonna say if the event was a was a show of what the world wants, we want stuff we know, stuff that's proven, lasted through time. But we spent we spent a good amount of portion of that event in in the early eighties, nineties, two thousands. I think people had a great time. Yeah, yeah, agreed, agreed. Um, well, let's let's get back to something that should be a lot of fun and is something that I think we both could be uh, excited about. And that is the fact that football starts tomorrow, baby. The NFL is back, son. I am excited, obviously. Um, You know, your team, what are your expectations for your Eagles over there? I mean, I expect to finish to to finish second in the NFC East. Okay. If that if that results in a playoff spot, it does. If it doesn't, it doesn't. But I expect to finish. I mean, what there's seventeen games now. Seventeen, yeah. I would say I would say uh, nine and eight, ten and seven is is a solid expectation. Uh, is Jalen Hurts your quarterback? He is. All right. Well, I guess we'll have. I don't. To... I don't know if he. I don't know if he's officially been named by the coach for some odd reason. But he is. He is our starting quarterback. All right. Well, we'll have to wait and see. Obviously, I root for the Niners. Um, you know, and I can see the season going any which way because they are in probably the toughest division in in the NFL uh, with the Cardinals, Rams, and Seahawks. But and I don't really have that much faith in Jimmy G. He's an all right quarterback. Yeah, but I mean, but that would, but you don't think that would be the best thing for you guys overall for him to just choke out early and then just like we just get into the Trey Lance era like right away? No, nah, because I think if they believe Trey Lance was ready to run this offense, that he would be starting week one. But nobody believes in somebody. I mean, I guess if you if you don't have a better option, nobody believes that shit. I mean, I guess. Yeah, I don't know. We'll see, man. I, I do think it'll be interesting. They're talking about running some plays where Trey Lance comes in uh, and splits some time. They're talking about possibly. shits never work. They haven't so far. But if anyone could think, figure it out, I think it'll be Kyle Shanahan. Um, but we'll see. We'll see. We'll, we shall see. I'm remainingly, I'm remaining cautiously optimistic. Wait, so what's your expectation for the season? You guys, you guys should have high hopes somewhat. You should you, you're a playoff team. You feel like you're a playoff team. Well, our over under from Vegas is eleven and a half, and I would say eleven is right about where I would put us. Eleven and six on the season is where I would think. I think that's a good season. That's a successful season. I think that puts us in the wild card game. 
But well, I gotta check the over under on the Eagles, then because if, if it's eleven and a half for you guys, I feel like it's way lower for the Eagles. Oh uh, yeah, and I only I can and I only put right you like two games. I only put you put us like two games behind y'all. Yeah, I, I could I could find this for you. Give me one second. Yeah, we I feel like we're gonna be decent this year. We have we have pieces. If we can get one of these receivers. Oh, y'all are at over under six and a half minus one fifty. Oh. That, yeah, you that's should a jump great on bet. It. Yeah, that's good value. Bro, I'm, about to, I'm on that. You might want to jump on that. Minus, yeah, that's that's some good value. Six yeah, and a half. Yeah, I'm on that. So what all I got to do is bet 100 to win 150? Mm-hmm. That's solid. I'm in there. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's not how bad. Do I get to, how do I get to that? Six wins? That's it, six wins. That's disrespectful. Six and a half. So y'all, Jalen gonna get us four wins with his feet. <laughs> Damn, the Falcons are expected to have a better season than y'all. Seven and a half. I think that's our first game. We got to run them for. We got to run them boys. <laughs> the Falcons are trash. Yeah, I, you know my saying, never trust. Can't the trust Earth. the Falcons. Yep, there you go. Yeah, that's yep. true. Uh, all right. So I wanted to. Uh, anything you got on the back end that you're looking forward to through this football season? Uh, you know what? Surprisingly interested in college right now. Usually yeah, not the okay. biggest fan, but all the all the movement and the transfers and everything. It's somewhat it's somewhat intriguing. Uh, okay. I haven't really got a chance to sit down and uh really get too too much of it. So you know, I can't wait to have a Saturday off and really see what what's up out there, what's really going on. Yeah, I feel it. All right, well, uh, check check for it. College football should be fun this season. Um, it's actually back in a major way, not like last year when it was like a half-ass season. You know what's funny? I did think about this the other day. So during during the height of the pandemic, we went through all this trouble just to give LeBron another ring, the bubble mm-hmm. and all that. We went through all this trouble, these half seasons, games getting canceled, just for Alabama to win another title. We went through all this trouble to get an NFL season where we're getting football games on a fucking Wednesday just for Tom Brady to get another ring. Like, yo, we could have literally just fucking, what is it when you, uh, you autoplay your season on Madden, you know what I'm talking about? No, the Chiefs win every year. Yeah, we could have just simulated that whole season. No one would have had to go play sports in the midst of a pandemic and travel and all that shit. And we could have just given it to all those people and been like, yep, that's about right. Dodgers win. You know what I mean? Like, we could have just, all right, yeah, y'all are the best team. Here you go. We don't. We don't need to do all this. <laughs> you know what I'm I mean, saying? this the pandemic Dodgers won that. Was that their second chip? Back was that back to back for them? No, nah, they haven't won in since the '80s, bro. I, I feel like that shit might be a little bit more improbable because the Dodgers, the Dodgers got a free one. I feel like. Thank you, thank you. Yeah, couldn't agree more. After all, after after all the years of fucking smoking, smoking dicks, fucking, they finally got a free <laughs> one. <laughs> Uh, you hear that, Derek, and all you fucking dirty Dodgers fans out there? Oh, man. <laughs> I couldn't agree more. Uh, all right. So, yo, um, I did want to – we got a question here that goes back. I'm not going to say homie's name, but I, I just wanted to get your take on this, and it leads me into the question that was on the rundown. Uh, so, about six months ago, my – my girl 
became my girl of four years became very friendly with one of her coworkers. They would always go out in groups and whatnot, but they had a very flirty relationship. At times, her coworker would text her at what I deemed to be inappropriate hours, and it would always just be jokes or little things here and there. As time went on, I began to I began to suspect that there was something more going on, so I begin I called out my girl and asked to see her phone. As I scrolled through, she she obliged, and as I scrolled through her phone, I didn't see anything misleading or anything that damaging. I checked, she even let me check all of her messages on Snap, and for whatever reason, this girl saves all her messages on Snapchat, <laughs> which, okay. Um, and there was literally nothing beyond jokes and some friendly banter. However, they still would hang out, and occasionally just the two of them would go grab lunch together or whatever. I began to accuse her of something going on beyond just a friendship, and she recently broke up with me. Well, okay. All right. Um, we still talk, and we've still been friendly, but I, a week ago, I... A friend of mine said that they saw my ex with this dude at a bar getting drinks after work. I I called her up and called her out about it, and she showed up later that evening with all my stuff, cried in my arms, and then said to never call her again, and she was blocking me because I was being crazy judgmental, and <laughs> that her friend that I... Her, co her friend slash colleague slash coworker that I happen to be jealous over turns out to be gay. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. My question is... That is heavy. <laughs> is there anything I can do to save this? She said no. she, she didn't want to talk to me anymore. And that I no. was being crazy jealous. Problem is, we're supposed to go to a wedding together in a month. And she said, we'll still go to the wedding and be friendly, but she wants nothing more to do with me. What can I do between now and then to earn her trust back and show her I've changed and I was in the wrong by the time we get to this wedding? Thanks. Love the show. Keep up what y'all do. So what can he do, Jordan? Man, that is heavy. I mean, the fact that my, I mean, this is like, okay, guys, I'm going to give you a clue right now. Don't check phones. No. Don't check phones. You lose all, you lose all your power as a man. You yep. know what I'm saying? Like, you don't, you don't need to check your lady's phone. If you feel like you need to check your lady's phone, that is not the lady for you. You know what I mean? Like, just as much as people talk about uh, women wanting, like, clarity in a relationship, you know, like, you're dating somebody, but you're not really dating somebody, and you want that clarity, men need that clarity as well. You can fuck around and act like you don't want it or don't need it or whatever, but it's nice to fucking know where you stand with somebody. No doubt. And then and then to be fucking honest about it. Right. And, but as painful or as fucking sweet as that shit may be, it's fucking nice to know that shit. No doubt. No doubt. Yeah. I always feel honesty is the best policy, except especially in relationships, right? Um, and if you don't fuck around and you're not lying, you never have any 
thing to keep track of, right? Because <laughs> it's just the truth. Yeah. You know what I mean? But in this situation, what can you do? I mean, I think you she's laid it out for you, Playboy. I think it's over, you know? Uh, I mean, the fact that she's still going to the wedding is a very hopeful sign. Yeah, I think the only thing you can do is play it cool and try it. Go, like, work on yourself, man. Like, the, what insecurities do you have to the point where, you know, you not only she not only willingly gave up her phone for you to then... You didn't see anything in the text, so you jumped over into her multiple um, social media platforms and didn't find anything troubling, right? So you went through all this, didn't find shit, and then heard that they were at lunch or whatever and continued to accuse her of doing something with this dude. Like, bro, chill the fuck out. Like, the fact, like, it was dead there. You should have never even got to the point where you're asking for her phone. At that, I mean, at that moment, you began to really push her away. Yeah. And then the fact that, like, at the end of it all, like, I mean, the man is not even interested in that genre. Right. Of, it's not like it's a married women. dude or a dude who's engaged or a dude who has baby mama trauma. This dude doesn't even like vagina. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, he does not want your girl in that sort of way whatsoever. And you went, you, and you're going to end up losing her to a gay dude. And this is your fault. You know what I mean? My man's probably just like the gay best friend. He's probably hilarious, dresses well, smells nice, you know, has a good haircut, probably makes good money. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not trying to stereotype, but when it's all positive stereotypes, I think that could pass. Uh, <laughs> I'm like, you know what I'm saying? Like, great like, skin. Yeah, like, great yeah. skin. He's probably giving her skin tips. You know what I'm right? saying? Like, like, girl, cucumbers every night. For real. Stop playing. <laughs> Stop playing. But this is what, I mean, I think the only thing you could do is try and take a lesson from this and grow. I think if you go into this wedding with any expectations of trying to win her back, one, you're not going to be able to enjoy the wedding because you're going to be mad conscious, self-conscious the entire time and thinking how she's perceiving this. Am I acting right? I think the best thing you could do is let it go and just try and be chill and work on whatever insecurities you got. And down the line, you know, who knows? But, I mean, trying to win someone back is always... I always feel like it's hustling backwards. You know what I'm saying? Like, you should not have to win someone back. Unless, like, yeah, you did something, you know, you fucking cheated or whatever. But at that point, like, just work on yourself. Focus on yourself. Do the things that you enjoy doing. Get your confidence up. And maybe down the line you could earn her trust back. But the fact that, you know, you accused her of some shit and homie didn't even want anything like that is... It's sad for you, but hilarious for us. So thank you very, for sharing your very, pain with us. Very funny. Yeah. I just think the, the sign of her coming over and dropping all the stuff up and then proceeding to cry in his arms is a very, uh, you know, positive sign in the right direction mm -hmm. that there are still feelings attached yeah. to that situation. But like you said, like work on yourself. And it's like, I don't know how you can work on your confidence, you know, like confidence. Like you can, I mean, you can build on confidence, but you can't. It's not a muscle, you know, like it's it is. Not though. A... I do feel it is. I think I, I absolutely do feel it is. Um, our show's called Irrational Confidence because you and I both at times can be irrationally confident. And it's important to be in certain situations. Right. It's also important to know yourself. But I Nelson Mandela once said he was talking about being in prison and he was terrified to death. But he ad, had to act a certain way and carry himself a certain way because he was terrified, right? And over time, carrying himself with that confidence ended up becoming, he no longer had to fake it and ended up becoming part of his personality. So I, I do believe you can 
um, make yourself more confident by faking it for a while and just focusing on the shit that's important to you. The only advice I could give to this specific situation, however, and, in, and you're right in general, like to say that to someone who is a, like a meek person and doesn't have any confidence, like telling them like, hey, go be confident is is that's a waste of time. That's not. I mean, happen. Nelson Mandela was already a very, very accomplished man in prison at that time. Like, Fair he enough. Was, he did yeah. some things to be confident <laughs> about. That's yeah. That's a yeah. great counterpoint. I do. Yeah. Okay, I agree with that. That is a great counterpoint. Uh, <laughs> but I would say, in in regards to this specific situation, you, I I think he said that she blocked him or something like that. See if you can't reach out, send her a letter or something. Just be like, yo, is it possible to just go grab coffee, something neutral like that, not dinner, lunch, co- I would start with the coffee. I don't know the relationship, not even a drink, right? And, and just chat real quick. I've had some time to think about some things. And we're both going to this wedding. I just wanted to kind of discuss that. Something like that. And just let her know, like, yo, I fucked up, obviously. I hope when we go to this wedding together, we I just want to focus on on us as friends and just like try to recapture like let's just you know just start there, you know what I mean, and let's make it cool, you know, make it as oh, yeah. chill your, as possible. Your only option is the long game in the situation. The fact that she's yeah. still willing to see you on right. on a uh, on at least multiple, at least two to three occasions after that whole shenanigan, after that whole fiasco, no yes. lupe. Sheesh. You know what I mean? The fact that she's still willing to do all of that after all that says a lot. So just yeah, you gotta you have no choice but to play the long game here. Yeah, agreed. Um Yeah, that's that's that's, that's the best tough. I got though. That's the that's best all I got. you but that's the only option you got is the long game. Yeah. Don't mm-hmm. think you're gonna go home with her that night or you're gonna and maybe you do, but it doesn't mean that, that she wants to, you know, necessarily figure it out for the long term. So yeah, I think I think just play it cool, work on yourself, fake some confidence until you make some confidence, you know? Yeah, that's a good saying. <laughs> put that put that on a t shirt underdog. <laughs> uh so that I that leads me to my final question of the night. And I think I may have asked you this on another show before, but have you ever been accused of doing some shit you didn't do? Yeah, for sure. Like was there anything like on a major level, like a big rumor about you or or like uh you know, the situation with family or a relationship where you're accused of doing something. Yeah, it was like some relation, like some of the sexual variety. Like, yeah, yeah you know, like, like girls in high school used to be so dangerous with the fact of like, mm. you would like, you know, do something with somebody or yeah. not, you yeah. know. Yeah. But then, you know, things like that, things of that nature. And like, I felt like I was pretty respectable about it. If I knew, if you knew about it, it was obviously like a situation where like, it made sense. Right. Like the average bear could put it together. It's not like right. I was just like, oh, yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? But like for a situation like that where like stuff happens and then like you're like, how did everybody figure out? And like she told everybody like, OK, like that's weird. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, OK, like high school, there was a ton of that a ton of people claiming to hook up with people that they did not hook up with. Right. Yeah. That that definitely happened to me in high school. Um that was the story I was going to tell, but, you know, you just kind of shared something similar. Uh, one time I got accused of stealing some Jordans. And it was like, bro, I work at Foot Locker. Like, I don't need to steal your shoes. You know, we wore the same size. It was a dude during weight training afterwards. Like, we both had 11s on. Someone jacked him for his pair. I had my pair. 
and he thought I I jacked his pair, and I'm like, bro, I got like six of these at home. Like, relax. So then you just start putting JG on all the tongues of your shoes, or what? No, I was <laughs> no, I wasn't sweating it. I mean, uh, but that was he was sick though. It was infuriating because hello people, I, like uh, I was like a sophomore at the time, and he was a senior, and hello these older dudes like try to come sweat me for the kicks and like shake me down for the kicks. And I'm like, bro, these are mine. Like I work, y'all know I work at Foot Locker. Damn near half the school does. Cause I plug everyone. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like I didn't need to steal nobody's shoes. Someone else did. You know what I'm saying? And like, yeah. Uh, had it had enough people to have my back and you know, nothing, nothing serious came from it. But for about a week straight, all the seniors were like fucking hella rude to me, would always mug me and like try to come up and punk me, you know, Knock my soda out of my hands, like yeah. Oh man, they would they would that show neck. Yeah, they really were. They're trying to make my life hell. I'm like, bro, I I I don't need your shoes. Right, or like something happened at a party or something. Some shit comes up missing, and like somebody in your like friend group comes up, and it's like, oh, he was with them. Like, bro, I was not fucking there. Like, right, right. Like all sorts of like shady shit, hearsay shit. That shit happened all the time, and. High school, early college days, you have a party and something goes missing. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, the worst is when it's, like, all the homies and you're like, okay, well, I knew everybody here. So, you know, one of my friends is lying to me or one of my friend's friends is lying. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, that's fucked up. Like, never having y'all niggas over again. Man, yeah, like the homies that fucking, you be in the locker room and you lose your phone or something, help you look for it, but got it in his back pocket. Oh, uh, yeah, off. yeah, yeah. I knew someone like that. It was just an absolute club, though. But uh, all right, man, it's good to be back. You got anything to say to the people before we get out of here? Man, you know what? It's fun. It's fun being back here. Hopefully, we can continue to do it. Thank you for listening. And what, what, what was the saying you said earlier? That was that was put that on a t-shirt. <laughs> uh, fake the confidence until you make the confidence. <laughs> I like that. We're gonna end on that. Make sure y'all out there, y'all fake the confidence before you make the confidence. <laughs> Be easy. Ah, uh, yes, sir. All right, it's been real, y'all. Game over, man. It's game over. <laughs> <laughs>